At its very core, marketing is storytelling. The best advertising campaigns take us on an emotional journey, appealing to our wants, needs, and desires, while at the same time telling us about a product or service. Melinda Parton. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. And we would like to welcome a very special guest for this podcast, Janine. I am not going to say your last name. I will let you do that for us. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, hi. Hi, everyone. So my last name is pronounced Pangantihon. You could butcher it if you want, so <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> and that would be exactly why I didn't say it. My mouth at this time of day is not going to work correctly for that. We've invited you here today because you specialize in marketing, especially in marketing for books. And wrapping up our series this month, we really wanted to get an expert's point of view and insight into this incredibly important yet difficult step of the bookselling process. I'm very glad to have this opportunity to be here with you guys. So I'm very excited. And at the same time, and I'm a bit anxious because this is my first time actually to be on a podcast. So yay for me. <laughs> Thank you. We're glad to have you. Can you tell us why is marketing so important? So like you just did, I'm going to start with a quote as well. Build a better mousetrap and the world will beat a path to your door by Ralph Waldo Emerson. So in analogy, you can say, write an amazing book and readers will flock to buy it. But unfortunately, that is not true. We all know that having even the most well-written and professionally designed book, no matter how relatable it is, it wouldn't sell unless you market it. So before I answer the question why marketing is important, I would like to share this simple definition for the word marketing. So marketing is everything that the prospect sees before you talk about your product or service, and in this case, your book. The role of marketing is to create a desire for your book before readers even know it existed. So selling, on the other hand, is a different activity. Because this is when you're actually talking about your book, the characters, the plot, the cliffhanger, to entice people to buy. These two activities are entirely different from each other. So for you to market your book successfully, you have to understand that the role of marketing is not to sell your book directly to the audience, but to warm them up that when they land on your sales page, they are already primed to like your book and eventually buy it. By the way, when I say sales page, I mean your book listing page, or if you are on Amazon, your Amazon book page. So when you market, you should always have one specific goal, for example, to collect emails, to increase author brand visibility, or to increase the traffic to your sales page. Each goal would mean different strategies. So going back to the question, why is marketing important? Marketing allows you to strategically share your book by focusing on building a relationship with your target readers that results in them buying your book like it's just the next thing they should do. No questions asked. In talking with you, you have a specialty in marketing Amazon books, right? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention that there are a lot of different marketing professionals. And my specialty, I'm more expert with marketing on Amazon. Anything KDP stuff, that's something that I really want doing and I'm very good at. But if you hire me, for example, to work with you on Ingram Spark or Nuke or whatever other platforms, I don't know how to do that. So yeah, I'm just focused on Amazon. Although I do know some stuff about marketing on other platforms, I tend to just stay away from them and just focus on what I'm good at, which is KDP. Which luckily is, as we know, the biggest, especially ebook sales platform out there. A lot of people go to Amazon because it's easy to use. It's available across the world. Yeah. As of now, as I recall the last report that I've read, that Amazon has around 70 to 80% of the market share when it comes to book sales globally. So yeah, there's still the dinosaur or whatever term you call that in um, book marketing and book sales. So with your work as a marketing professional, what is that exactly? Well, uh, marketing professionals are just people who are effective. When it comes to identifying the strategies and techniques, you can use to attract your target readers to your book. We've spoken a lot this month about what authors can do themselves. And a lot of that involves like research and Googling and listening to this podcast. What is it that you offer that Google can't? So the thing that I can offer that Google can't is coming up with a specific strategy to market your book on Amazon, something that is tailored exactly according to your author goals. You can ask Google questions and it will give you answers if things are relevant to what you're looking for. The, the word is relevant. Google can only give you relevant data to the term you entered on the search bar, but you will have to type in the right term on the search bar to find the answer to whatever it is you're looking for. But what if there is no exact data on Google to answer your queries? Then Google won't be able to answer you. But unlike talking to an expert on the subject, you will get answers directly or the expert would ask you specific questions to understand what exactly you are looking for, thus allowing us to give you specific answers. In our next episode, we're going to be talking about keywords and how you can use autofill searches on Google and on Amazon to find keywords that are relevant to your book. But that's a long, complicated process. It is difficult to search the right ones. And it's still, like Janine said, based only on what you're actually inputting. But somebody who knows books, who knows marketing, who knows keywords, will already have a list of relevant keywords that work for different genres, different book styles, different plots. So do I just hand you a budget and go, here's a bunch of money, make my book sell? How does this work? <laughs> well, uh, it actually depends. There are instances that the author chooses to allocate a specific budget for marketing and just leaves me to do the work. But if the author prefers to be more hands-on with the marketing, I would just suggest some marketing options, ask the author about their preferences and tell them the pros and cons if you take a specific option. So there are stages to the process of working with a book marketing experts. I follow this specific process every time someone comes to me and asks for my help. 
So there should always be an interview where we talk about the author's goals, their book, and how much they're willing to spend on marketing. When I figure out those basic information, uh, next we discuss preferences. For instance, how much involvement does the author want on the marketing process? And then the third stage is when I would then draft the action plan or the marketing strategy according to what I've gathered from the interview session. And will also, during that time, I will also set the author's expectation by discussing the pros and cons of the plan, what are the most likely results we get, implementation timeline, etc. And then after that, when we agreed on the terms and conditions of the work setup, we then implement what was in the marketing plan. So what are the advantages of having a marketing professional going to someone else to help market your book? If you're someone who doesn't have the time to market your book or even learn how to market your book, working with a marketing professional will make the entire process so much easier and faster. It leaves out the guesswork as to what things would work but things with uh, waste resources like money, time, and energy. And all of that will depend on your author goal and all the other factors that we will be figuring out during the interview process. That's much like when we advise people to go to a cover designer, go to an editor. Yes, you can do it on your own, but if you don't know the process, if you don't have the time, somebody else can help make that faster and better. Yes, exactly. So it looks like there are a lot of reasons to get involved. Why might someone be hesitant? What are the disadvantages of employing someone like you for marketing my book? Well, of course, it would be a bit pricey compared to when you do the marketing yourself. But oftentimes, not hiring a marketing professional will cost more in the long run, especially when an author loses money on ads because they don't know how to optimize it or when they lose money by having to redo whatever marketing they are currently doing because the current strategy isn't working. Well, that's the only disadvantage I can think of. Yeah, so it's a bit pricey to hire a marketing professional. But as with many of the other things in this, it can be worth the cost if you want to have higher sales, if you want to have a better quality product, something that people will be interested in and click on and buy in the end. Yes. So tell us about yourself. How did you get into marketing? So last 2018, I was working as a housemaid in Saudi Arabia, and then I started finding other ways to earn online. I first started with MLM, you know, networking and that's when I got into learning some stuff about digital marketing. I watched a lot of YouTube videos about the topic until one day I stumbled upon a video about how it is possible to earn passively through self-publishing. The idea intrigued me a lot, so I watched more of these videos. Facebook even also shows me tons of self-publishing ads on my timeline, so I became even more curious and started researching more about the topic. Until one day, I decided that I want to self-publish and earn passively. So I wrote my first book and did everything myself, from writing to formatting, cover creation, marketing with zero budget. And of course, it was a massive failure. <laughs> but the biggest takeaway was that I gained skills and experience. So after that failure, I tried to publish the book like two more times. It was still failing. 
But well, I kept publishing more books and even organized the several um, short stories anthologies. You remember the ones that we were working on before, where we collect our book royalties until we save up up to like $5,000. Eventually, we will donate it to the Plant and Bullion Trees Project by the Nature Conservancy. And ever since that, my desire to really master the craft of self-publishing and marketing books got stronger. I also believe that every book deserves to be read. So no book deserves to be alone in the dark. So every author should really put in an effort so that their readers would get their, their books and read them. Well, in my desire to really master the craft of marketing books, I've enrolled in courses to learn advanced techniques. For instance, I've enrolled in Nick Stephenson's Your First 100K Readers. I even got into Mark Dawson's Self-Publishing 101 course. And until now, I'm still taking some courses to, to advance my skills. Unfortunately, these courses aren't cheap. And my salary as a housemate is only like 4000 a month. So I created an account on Upwork and applied to a bunch of book formatting projects. So while I was doing my first book, I acquired this book formatting skills. I realized that I was actually really good at it. So I started working on Upwork as a freelance book formatter. And then someone trusted me enough to do this book and not only to format it, but to actually launch it on Amazon. We launched ebook and the paperback version, and we launched another book on the series. Yeah, so that's basically how I got started with book marketing. So do you have a story about like your favorite client you've worked with? Oh, yes. Yes, of course. I have this one client. I'm just not going to disclose any names. We have been working together since August 2021 until today. And he is my favorite client above all my favorite clients. Actually, I love all my clients, but you know, I have this favorite, favorite client <laughs> because he was so patient with me even when most of the time we don't really see eye to eye with the marketing plan. So what about him made him your favorite client? Ideal client for me looks like someone who is equally passionate as me when it comes to self-publishing and marketing their books. And someone who is also upfront and transparent with their expectations. I love working with those types of people. I also value communication above all else. So someone who knows how to communicate their goals is a client that is easy to work with. Yeah, I completely understand that in a business where communication is key. Being able to talk and express exactly what you want, what you mean, can make all of the difference. Uh But that doesn't always happen. Uh Yeah. So have you ever had a time where something just went completely wrong? (laughs) Yeah, a lot. But the biggest one happened with my favorite, favorite client. It was when we tried to publish a children's book. We lost almost $10,000 trying to market the book. It's because we had like different opinions about marketing mostly and lots of other stuff in between. When I first started working with him last August, I suggested we build a brand by publishing a series on Amazon before we do anything else. But after the book was prepped, he decided to build an e-commerce store to expand the brand. So that's when our expenses exploded. I wasn't skilled enough to handle managing an e-commerce store and he had a different idea with publishing a book but he also admitted um, self-publishing was new to him. But, you know, we kind of have different opinions. And my opinion is only based on my experience and what I've learned. 
And his opinion is based on what he has learned from having an MBA degree. So his marketing expertise is with different products and not exactly for book marketing. So we all know that marketing is different when it comes to different things. So yeah, we kind of had a clash on that. But we didn't really fight over it. We just lost a lot. And at the end, we just both accepted that what is done is done. But we moved forward with just publishing the book. We are still trying to publish the rest of the books in the series. And hopefully this time around, it would be much better. That's awesome that you could come back from that and continue learning and trying and making things better. And that's something that I think all self-publishers can learn from is even if you fail, even if your first book absolutely flops, you can try again. You can attempt to publish again. It's never the end end. Yes, yes. If you truly like love publishing and if you truly want to really get your books to the hands of your readers, you should never give up on learning how to market it. We mentioned earlier that the marketing is very much like the cover design and the editing, all of these things that self-published authors might want to do themselves, but should also consider hiring a professional. Would you recommend people starting to market themselves in order to save on the budget? Yes, but only when you don't really have a budget to hire a marketing professional. This also means you will have to learn how to properly market your book to give it the best chance of surviving. There are a lot of strategies you can do, especially as there is tons of information on the internet about it, but not all of those actually work. If you have to do marketing by yourself, please get clear on what your marketing goal is and choose one strategy to implement. If you're still unsure how to go about it, I can recommend Gundi Gabriel's self-publishing guide. It's actually free on Kindle. So you could at least start there if you have to do marketing by yourself. And we know that oftentimes good marketing is not free. So what kind of budget do you recommend people set aside in order to market effectively? It really depends on what strategy you want to implement or the author wants to implement. Say you want to focus on just marketing on Amazon. The average budget we set aside for marketing is about 250 for book promotion sites and 250 for ranking ad campaigns on Amazon. To maximize this budget, you should optimize your book listing page properly, you know, with a great cover, compelling description, keyword optimized title or subtitle, adding in A plus content, etc. Adding a reader magnet in your book will also help you collect emails. So when you say book promotion site, what kind of websites are you talking about? I'm talking about those websites with huge reader lists like Fuzzy, Librarian, Bargain, Booksy, Bookrade, for instance, those sites. And then what is a ranking ad campaign on Amazon? So a ranking ad campaign is this strategy we do with doing ads. So most authors, when they do ads on Amazon, they would just go ahead and put keywords and then run the ads. But actually, just like marketing, your ads should also have goals. Say, for example, if you want to just increase sales, you will have to have different ad strategy. If you want to rank on Amazon, like increase your sales rank during your book launch, you would have a different setup on your ads campaigns. So when you go about doing ads on Amazon, you don't just put in keywords in your ads. 
but you will also have to be clear on what exactly are you doing ads for. You also mentioned adding a reader magnet. What is a reader magnet? A uh, reader magnet is just that simple freebie you could put inside your book. Say, for example, you have a decluttering book. And inside your book, you have a freebie there where you give a checklist for your readers. So a reader magnet is something that you give for free for your readers, where inside your book, they could just click on a link and then they get into a landing page to download that freebie in exchange for their email address. Okay. So you've sold me on the idea of hiring a book marketer. When during the book writing process do I reach out to someone like you in order to help start marketing my book? Is it after I've published? No, actually marketing starts even before your book is written. So getting one before your book is written is the best. But if you already started with it, you can hire one before you have the book edited. Why do you recommend people start so early? It's because if you hire a really great marketing professional, they will look into your manuscript, say, for example, or your outline, and see if your book content would satisfy like the niche expectations. So each genre or each niche has a different reader expectation. So sometimes authors would just go ahead and write books, and they write books without even thinking how they would market it later on. For example, I have this friend. She's a romance writer, and she has this book that's, that is very hard to market because um, when she wrote it, she just wrote what she wants, right? And she wasn't aware that when you market your book, you will also have to conform to the expectations of the readers. You don't really have to like conform to everything. It's just that you will need to have a guideline so that when your reader would read your book, do you get what I mean? I think you do. <laughs> Yeah, understanding the expectations of the genre before even getting involved with spending your time. Yeah, so for example, their covers and their description looks like they are um, steamy romance. And then a reader would come in and, oh my gosh, this book feels like something I love and uh, something that I'm familiar with, something that I usually read. So they would go ahead right? And uh, read the book. And then later on while reading the book, if you haven't satisfied that expectation, your reader would be disappointed. And that's often the culprit of one-star reviews. Absolutely. I agree there. If you promise something and it's not satisfied, you will get terrible reviews. Mm -hmm. That's why cover design, having a marketing professional that knows what they're talking about ahead of time can really help make sure that you are satisfying the expectations that you're presenting through your ads, through your marketing, through your cover, and all of that. Yes, exactly. To add to that, there are actually some reasons why it is very hard to get into BookBub's promotion, right? I know most authors know about BookBub. And also, one reason why most manuscripts are not published by traditional publishers it's because editor, when they read a manuscript, they would eventually know if your manuscript is something marketable. So most of the time, authors aren't aware that when they write a book, they should also be aware to write a manuscript that is something that can be marketed. So are there any questions someone should ask themselves before hiring a marketing professional? 
Yes, of course. Before you hire anyone, especially a marketing professional, you should ask yourself, first, how willing am I to trust someone else to market my book? And then the next question you could ask yourself, how much money can I spend on marketing? Third one that I have on my list is, how much am I willing to pay for the marketing expert? So that at least ahead of time, you would have an idea of how much you can spend. Because sometimes we couldn't really avoid this. There are people that would charge too much and then you get told on their propositions. And then once you started working, you would later on realize that they have underperformed on the promises they said. So it's really being aware and having an idea of what it entails to hire a marketing expert. So you don't hire the wrong one or you don't get disappointed when you actually hire someone and work with them. Say, for example, you already have a short list of experts and you may then ask yourself the following questions. So aside from the questions I just mentioned, those questions you can ask yourself before you decide to hire someone or to post a job to hire marketing experts. And when you have people sending you proposals and you've already shortlisted your uh, experts that you feel like you could work with, you may ask yourself the following questions. So which of these experts really understood my goal? And the next question you could ask yourself is, was the expert able to answer my queries or were they just pushing to close the deal? And third, how did the expert display his or her expertise so far? So it goes back to being aware of what you really need and what you really want so that you don't hire the wrong person and you don't overpay for their services. And any marketing professional would always conduct a client interview before creating an action plan. It's because we have, each of us, we have a marketing blueprint that we follow, but an interview would help us customize that blueprint to best fit your goals. So one red flag when talking to a marketing expert, if they would just go ahead and market your book without asking you some questions to get clarity on what exactly do you need, uh, that's kind of a red flag. You shouldn't engage with that person because later on you would just be disappointed. And yeah, you might be losing money as well. Because every book is different. Every author's needs are different. All their goals are different. Yes, exactly. Marketing specifically for every single one of those is going to get you the best results that you're looking for. Uh So while all the projects are different, how are projects also the same? Like I said earlier, so most marketing experts follow a blueprint on marketing books. It's just a matter of choosing the right strategy and customizing it according to the factors I've mentioned. They're all the same because they're all books. It's just that we have this set of, uh, well, at least I do, I have this set of blueprints that I use to market books. So it's the same for all books. And then when someone comes to me, I will interview them. I would then tweak and customize the blueprint according to what the author needs and what would best fit their genre or their niche. So let's get theoretical here so you can give us an actual idea of what this looks like. Let's pretend I have a post-apocalyptic zombie romance book. What do I do first? Before I could answer you that, of course, I'm going to ask you, where are you in the bookmaking process? As I've said earlier, it's very important to have a client interview. So this is where it would come in. 
if you just say that you have a post-apocalyptic zombie romance, I couldn't very well just answer something without even knowing where you are in the process. So say, for example, let's just assume that your book is prepped, prepared, and ready to be published. So the next thing you will do is you'll have to decide how you want to publish it. Are you going exclusive on KDP or are you going wide and publish it on several platforms? Or do you want to be published traditionally? Okay, so before I could answer you as well, I would also need to know if this is your first book or if this is your second book or what, wherever you are in your author journey. After I've learned all this data, the next thing that we would do is we would start with the market research, including keywords, categories, and looking into competing books in your niche. So let's say I have a $5,000 budget to market my book. How much of that is going to the ads or the book magnet or these other things that you mentioned earlier? Actually, that's a lot for a marketing budget based on my experience, but the more the better. So that budget would cover like the entire 90 days of your book, the 90 day life of your book. I would suggest of course, that you set aside about $500 for book promotion sites during the launch. So that is just during the launch. So I would also ask your preferences, of course, if you want to do pre-orders, because if you do, we could then allocate a budget for that as well. And also, there should also be a budget for the ads, as I've mentioned earlier. And for the ads, we could budget more. It's because if you have a $5,000 budget for marketing, we could allocate more for the ads on Amazon. And also, that would include the post-launch stage of your book. I could also suggest that we allocate budget for book promotion sites for every month. If the book promotion sites allow you to apply for a newsletter ad slot for within just 30 days or after 30 days, so I don't really base on percentage. I would just base on the actual amount because that's more forward than doing percentage. And also it would depend, the percentage or the splitting of the total budget would depend on what strategy are we implementing. And as I've mentioned, if you plan to do some pre-orders, say for example, we this is the plan. You prefer to have pre-order and then we would have a launch stage then post-launch. I would suggest that you allocate a 30%, you know, for each and the remaining percentage, which is 10, we could just add it on the post-launch campaign. I think that's a really good suggestion because so much of book sales and popularity within book sales is that launch day. So if you want the pre-orders, a good chunk of the budget to the pre-orders, a good chunk of the budget during the launch sales. But then you don't want your book to die off. You don't want people to forget about it. So you need that money to go in the post-launch. What is happening once the book is out there, once people are starting to get it, once you get those reviews, you can still be actively doing things to help promote and get your sales out there. So what type of difference would I expect if I market a book versus not marketing a book? Is there a huge difference in sales? Oh, yes, of course. But again, the answer to this depends on different factors. Say, for example, you did not market your book, but you found great keywords for your book and optimized your sales page properly. You could get organic sales from it, but of course, don't expect too much unless your book goes viral. 
Without marketing, it's like you just publish it and left it there and hope for the best. Of course, there's a big difference in sales. Although you would get sales here and there without marketing, you couldn't expect more than, say, for example, $1 every month. Because this actually happens, you know, the books that we've published for our short stories anthology, it's consistently earning around $1 to $2 a month, even without marketing. So it means oh, we've done something right with the keywords. But when it's time for us, and if we get the budget to do it, when we start marketing it, we would see a significant difference in sales. And I expect more sales than without marketing it. So with marketing, however, you can at least expect a couple of book sales a week. And as for Amazon, you know, when you market your book on Amazon, the good thing about it is that even though in the first month you don't have sales, if you are consistent with what you're doing and people are seeing your book on ads, for example, on the next month, you are bound to get sales. So when you market your book, you are bound to see sales at some point. Just be consistent with doing it. One story about that is I have a friend, we are on the same author group, and we've been talking about, you know, someone is ranting in the group that he said he's four months in and he's doing all the stuff and marketing things that he's learned from the course we're taking, and still he has no sales. The other friend, he actually started marketing, published and marketed his book, but there are no sales until he got into the sixth month. So if you just left the book without marketing, and after six months, I believe that he wouldn't have any sales. But because he was consistent, even when in the first six months, he didn't have sales. On the sixth month, he started seeing sales until now, he's a year into publishing and marketing his books. He's gotten into the 5K mark of consistent monthly sales. That's what we talked about earlier in this month when we discussed People require a quota for how many times they need to see a thing in order to buy the thing. Mm -hmm. So you can't give up on your marketing efforts after a single month. You can't give up after two months because you may not be reaching that quota yet. Yes. But if you keep consistent, if you keep trying, you're finally going to reach it and people will buy your book. Yes, yes, exactly. Actually, um, I've read before when I was started studying marketing, they say that people tend to buy something when they see it seven times. So the first time they see it, they just ignore it. And then when they consistently see this thing on the ads, on uh, other timeline or wherever, and that's when they start to get the desire and the curiosity of what is this thing and until they get to the sales page and they eventually buy. So yeah, you are right about the quotas. So let's say I have that zombie romance. What other stuff should I provide? Freebies or sample chapters, merchandise, comp titles? What, what else do I need besides just having a really good book? All the things that you've mentioned are good. And I think it depends on what is relevant for your book. So when giving out freebies, you can't just give anything. But you also have to think, what would my target reader want? So I couldn't really answer that directly. I would have to know what genre the author is before I could suggest what other things they could provide as freebies for their readers. With your work, market research is important. So what kind of market research do you actually do? Before we could market the book on Amazon, 
We do three types of research. So first, we do keyword research, you know, and then I double check it using some power tools like KDP Rocket, KDP Spy, and Helium 10. I collect this data and analyze them to know which niche are profitable. And then after that, we move into the category research. In this stage, I would need to know which category is relevant to my book, but isn't too saturated yet. So I would be able to rank as a bestseller on that category. I mean, it would be easier to get the bestseller tag if you are in a category which is highly relevant or if not highly relevant, just relevant enough for your book. And then if that category isn't very saturated yet, it would be easy to beat the currently bestseller and get the tag for your book. And also the last research that we do is the competitor research. So we collect data like book covers, book descriptions, average reviews, and monthly earnings of those competing titles in the niche. We check their reviews and what readers say about their book. We look into their outlines to know how we can make our book stand out from the rest of the competition in that specific niche. And sometimes I post polls on relevant Facebook groups or conduct surveys as well. So that's how extensive our research is. So that's a lot of the stuff that you do. What are the types of things that I need to do as an author? For starters, do a basic keyword research. Even just that, it would help a lot with ranking your book and making it visible to whatever platform you are trying to rank for or you are trying to be visible in. Thank you so much, Janine, for joining us. You had some great insight into marketing. I know I personally learned a lot because marketing is not my skill set. If our listeners want to get advice, get help, or hire you, how can they get a hold of you? I'm actually on Upwork, and it's easy to find me when you just type in the keyword Amazon expert and book launch strategies. But they could also ask you guys for my email if they really wanted to connect with me. Thank you again for joining us. We are very excited to be able to share this with our listeners. For you listeners, we hope you learned as much as we did. Marketing is such an important part of the process. It helps us learn, it helps us grow, and it helps your books succeed. But you can't succeed with a book if you don't first write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.